days when your teachers would mail you a list of books to buy for the school year? I used to get so excited when my mom would take me to Barnes & Noble. Yeah, there was really nothing more I loved than reading as a kid. Do you guys remember the scholastic book fairs? Everyone would beg their parents to buy books, and they'd end up spending it on, like, funny erasers and, like, holographic bookmarks instead. I love that. I miss those days. I really miss going to bookstores and libraries. It seems like so many companies are closing their brick-and-mortar stores. Yeah, I just saw a bookstore in my town close a few months ago. It's a shame, but you can thank Amazon and online publishing pretty much for that. In November 2007, Amazon launched the Kindle, so that's a device specifically used to read books for the Amazon bookstore but it changed the face of publishing forever. So today, we'll be talking about the world before and after Kindle and e-publishing. I'm Maddie. I'm Julia. And I'm Reagan. Recorded in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, this is From A to Z, a student-run podcast all about Amazon. You know, I've been thinking about buying a Kindle. Do you guys think it's worth the price? I personally don't have one, but several of my friends do. I think they used it more when it first came out, but honestly, you can use it anywhere. I think on the bus is where I see it used the most. I actually have one. I used to love using it, but I don't really use it that much anymore. Yeah, I've looked into like some of the logistics of it. Basically, I found that it's an e-reader that users can browse, buy, download, and read ebooks and other digital media. It's connected to the Kindle store run by Amazon. That definitely seems a lot easier than carrying around multiple paper books to me. Yeah, but the Kindle is just another device that's trying to connect users and customers wirelessly. Pretty soon we're going to have to be buying everything through one source, and that just might end up being Amazon. Another feature Amazon offers that's related to the Kindle is a program called Kindle Direct Publishing. So this podcast is really going to dive into the ins and outs of this platform. Kindle Direct Publishing, or KDP as we'll call it, allows anyone to publish their work online. This could range from academic essays to novels to cookbooks or even kids' books. And it's been incredibly successful as a service. Amazon dominates around 80% of the ebook industry. And what's interesting about this is that it allows for a much, much smaller niche group to find books they enjoy. It all goes back to this idea of the long tail. Regular bookstores can only stock what's most popular and what will be guaranteed to sell. But Amazon can supply almost everything. So there's a lot more variety in what's offered to customers. So traditionally, these kinds of niche books wouldn't even have space in a physical bookstore. Because why would a company like Barnes & Noble want to carry books that aren't going to sell? They wouldn't. But with Amazon's direct publishing, these independent authors can produce as many titles as they want and online. There's no physical restraints on what they can produce. And it ends up creating the idea of community within these groups. These people may not have had anyone similar to them before Amazon's technology. Now, an example that quickly comes to mind is about a man named David Kadavi. Now, this man published three books in six months about a specific kind of, I think it was computer engineering. Now, he talked about learning to pick price points and using keywords and algorithms and all these other things to determine what would sell and what wouldn't in these niche groups. Oh, I think we've got a caller on the line, so let's take a question. Um, Hey, this is Maddie from A to Z. What can we do you for today? Good. This is Raquel. I was wondering, how do you publish a book on Amazon? That is a great question, Raquel. So to publish a book on Amazon, it gets a little little confusing, a little specific. First, you have to make an account, obviously. Then what you're going to do is finish your your book. I mean, you don't want to just publish nothing onto the internet because that could be embarrassing. Um, Next, when you upload your book onto KDP, what you can do is 
specifically tag um, keywords within your book that can help it reach those niche audiences. So for example, I published a book on KDP and it was about um, social art and politics within Russia, India, and America. And they actually had a specific subset of genre specific to art and politics. So I was able to pu publish under that and reach niche categories and niche audiences. Um, because Amazon has the ability to hold a lot of these genres and interests, that's what makes Amazon's 80% of the ebook publishing industry so enormous and so important. Um, at the same time, you're able to set the price of your own book, but it's going to come at a cost. Amazon has a specific algorithm used to generate how much money you make based on the cost of your book, subtracting how much Amazon is going to earn from that. Because, of course, Amazon is going to want to take a cut from your book. You are using their platforms for it. Yeah, and another important aspect of, I guess, getting your book out there is about designing a cool cover. I mean, everything nowadays is about appearances, and that's no different from your book online. True. You want to make your book look professional, and so people scrolling will be interested and definitely want to stop and check in and look. Of course, once you design that and publish your book, it's out into the world. Anyone with a Kindle can buy it. Kind of scary, but... uh. This way of publishing definitely helps authors who can't score a book deal. Self-made authors have the ability to publish as many books as they want through Amazon, and they don't have to worry about shelving fees or other unnecessary things like book signings. Yeah, and so now that we know like a little bit more about KDP, we're really going to dive into the different problems and benefits that arise from this. So first of all, the first obvious problem is that this online publishing industry is taking away from the print publishing industry. Print authors who previously had book deals and, you know, were like getting all their books printed and published, they can't do this anymore. Not that they can't completely, but a lot of their money is being taken away and more authors can publish online. Um, another thing is that people can sell their book only on Amazon. So there's this factor of exclusivity, and so some people may not have that for the print version. Also, it could bring down the quality of publications. So there's people who are using Amazon's KDP who have potentially never written a book and are they, or they could be editing this themselves. And so these people who are technically now published authors might have had no prior experience to writing a book at all, and you're the one buying it. Could you imagine winning a, winning a Pulitzer Prize and your, your novel is pee-pee-poo-poo? -poo? Yeah, you just never know. Yeah. There's other specific problems about KDP. Um... This is something that I'm personally passionate about, um, the problems of online publishing and the, and the increase of a digital world in third world countries and those without access to internet or those who don't understand how to use the internet. Um, there's a lot of wider infrastructure issues involved, which can entail um, affect long-term government policies that should be addressed, like as the world moves forward, how are children in third world countries going to be able to afford these digital books if print books are going out of business. Um, it also sets up problems in becoming your own publisher. You have to pay for your book signings, you have to travel and set up appointments, and it becomes a full-time job promoting and marketing your own work on KDP. Now, despite all of these cons that we've just talked about, there definitely are some benefits to publishing on KDP, especially for authors who want to use the service. Authors can now reach a much wider audience as all books that they publish can be available directly on Amazon. By printing out books, you're limiting um, where the books can go since they'll have to be sold into stores and physical copies. Authors can also choose how much money they want their book to be priced at on the website 
and they also have a lot more creative control since they're not working for a publishing company. They can make a lot of their own business decisions. Um, all of this also eliminates a lot of barriers to entry in the publishing world since it's no longer necessary to apply to have an editor and go through all the necessary steps to having your book published. You can just do it all yourself and eliminate the middleman of publishing houses. Yeah, fight the man. There's, there's also a lot more representation of authors since they can publish their own work and they don't have to have all these limitations. Let's not forget about that internet access, though, about that global population. That's right. Do you think you'd publish on KDP? Yes, it seems like a good opportunity for those who don't have signing contracts. Do you think KDP is beneficial to our society? It depends. It can be harmful for third world countries, but for a technologically savvy society, KDP works well. We had a great time today hearing from you guys and discussing KDP. Feel free to keep letting us know how you guys feel about this aspect of Amazon. Personally, we think KDP can be beneficial to our society to an extent. Technology only helps the world if we are all moving at the same pace. Be sure to tune in next week on From A to Z, a student-run podcast about Amazon. I'm Reagan. I'm Julia. And I'm Maddie. Thanks for listening.